Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post-op, together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries podcast. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win. And they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save at ProCareNow.com. Go to BerryDiaries.com. We have a self-care retreat on June 22nd through the 26th. We have over 150 people registered and we have a girlfriend's retreat in October and we have over 20 ladies registered for that. So get out there and go check that out. That's where mama's been. She's been working. She's been busy. I'm here. I have a great episode for today. Her name is Kawanika Frazier. She's on Instagram. I am going to put her Instagram tag in the show notes. So check it out. Go give her some love and support. She's pretty amazing, I think. Hey, Kawanika. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. Thanks for having me on this evening. I always ask, what are your stats? Because I think it's just important because, you know, we want to know. Very important. So just your starting weight your surgery, what your first surgery weight, and then we can go into the other ones and then your current weight. Okay. So, woo, I would say highest, my highest on record was, I was close to 500 pounds. I know I was over 450 pounds when I first researched weight loss surgery. I stopped weighing myself. I could not be weighed at the doctor's office and the scale max was 450. Um, so I know I was at the tip of close to 500, I had to be. Um, then, now, currently, uh, my lowest is currently 190. I'm 5'7". I'm 190 pounds. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But my highest on record, I was over 450 pounds. My weight at my last revision, almost two years ago, uh, was 410 pounds. Wow. And I'm 190 pounds after my third weight loss surgery. How tall are you and how old are you? I'm 5'7 and I'm 42 years old. 42 years young, girl. You're looking, yeah. you look, I, know. I bet I, you look way better. You are beautiful. I was like, I was like, you know what? I tell people, I'm like, I'm 21. You know, I'm not a day over 21. I feel like I'm reliving my 20s. I really do. Like you oh, can't yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> so your first bariatric surgery was what it was 2009 I was at the age of 29 um it was lap band I was going for least invasive and back then least invasive was lap band that's what was uh, in yeah that was in 2009 uh 13 years ago and I did great with it um I lost about close to 100 pounds with it I also have PCOS as well so um, that's something that I've had, and I feel like it was attributed to my weight as well, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, lap band. That was my first surgery. How did that go? It was, in the beginning, it went really well. Um, I was going in for my fields, and things were great. I was losing weight. Um, I was not having cycles. My cycles started regulating after I lost maybe the first 50, 60 pounds. I did lose a little weight prior to getting the band because you have to go through pre-op and all those things. But I lost about close to 100 pounds and I ended up um, conceiving my daughter, you know, my only child. I say she's my miracle baby because I do know without that surgery, she would not be here, you know, um, with my PCOS and infertility and not having periods so I'm forever grateful to that surgery um because it brought my daughter here like I knew it you know 
Oh. And I had it for about 2009. I uh, got pregnant a year out later. And I had, I delivered Raya in 2011. She was born in 2011. I was 30 years old, first child, single mom, you know, um, gosh, all those things. And I remember giving birth to her. I had the most healthiest pregnancy. That's one thing I know too, with having weight loss surgery, my pregnancy was amazing. Uh, I didn't have any comorbidities, high blood pressure, none of that, um, I did end up having the C-section with her, but everything was successful and I delivered a beautiful baby girl that's almost 12 now. <laughs> but I, shortly after having her, I remember um, going back into my surgeon because back then when you had lab bands, they were removing your fluid when they found out that you were pregnant. So for me, they removed all of my fluid. So I was able to eat more instead of being restricted. And now I hear that they're leaving fluid in the doctors that are doing lap band because you really need to like be, I don't think removing my fluid was a good idea, but I listened to my doctor. Well, hold on. What is removing your fluid mean? What does that mean? So basically, with the lap band, there's basically a band placed on your stomach and then you have a port. So that port, you have like, it was like a big scar, kind of like with the sleeve or like bypass, you have that big scar. So mine was on my left side. And so that's where my port was in. So when I go in to get injections like saline, they put it in your band and it makes the band tighter around your stomach. Oh, so okay. I had fluid, which makes my, my the band tighter and it reduces my food intake. When I got pregnant, I had to eat more. Well, my doctors was like, you need to eat more for the baby. So I'm going to remove your fluid, re remove your fluid from your band. So he removed all of my fluid. So basically oh, okay. there was just a band on my stomach. So I was able to eat more. I did, I gained about 70, 80 pounds throughout my pregnancy. Um, so it put me back to like way over, like over 300 pounds after I had her. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went back into my doctor, my surgeon, and I was just like, you know, can you you know, what can we do? I'm like, I'm stuck, you know, and even I thought breastfeeding would help me lose weight. I just could not get my weight down. And he, it was times where he couldn't find my port. He could not find where to like insert, give me saline. And that's, and so I started like having like really bad back pain. And he was like, let's do an endoscopy. He was like, something's not right. So we did the endoscopy and um, sure enough, my band had migrated behind my liver. So something that I was going for, at least invasive, ended up almost killing me. It migrated behind my liver. Um, I had so much scar tissue and everything from it. Like it was, he was like, I got to remove this band immediately, you know? So I went in and he removed my band and it was, he was supposed to do my surgery, convert me to gastric sleeve all in one, take my band out, convert me to gastric sleeve. But he could not do that because there was so much trauma from the band. So I had to come back six weeks later and then have my gastric sleeve. This was in 2013. Wow. Yep, I, six weeks after I got my band removed, I went in and got gastric sleeve. Um, my doctor never recommended RNY to me. He said gastric sleeve was be like the best option. I didn't question him, you know, and even I will say, I didn't know a lot about gastric bypass at that time, you know. Um, yeah. I knew more people with like gastric sleeve and I'll admit I was a little scared of bypass. I didn't know, you know, like rewriting your intestines and all those things. I was like, Whoa, this is a lot, you know, like, yeah. I think and we I, all are though. I think we're all, yeah. when you first I, hear that, you're like, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can and I see so some I, pictures? First thing we do is start looking up pictures. Yes. You know, yeah. and I, and I ended up, yep. Yeah, so I got gastric sleeve um, in 2013. And oh gosh, I probably, I wanted to like love my sleeve. I feel like I really never had a chance to do that. You know, I never, I probably lost only about 20 pounds with my gastric sleeve. And wow. so, wow. Yeah, it was very depressing. So for seven, yeah, from 2013 up into 2020, 
yeah, I was, I had my sleeve. I only lost 20 pounds. Um, I went, I was in a really dark place. I fell into depression. Um, I was ashamed because at this point I'm like, okay, Kawanika, you've had two weight loss surgeries. Why are you still like morbidly obese? And then I gravitated to food, you know, because I'm like, okay. It's not working. I, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. I felt like a failure. You know, I felt like I was just hopeless. You know, and I gravitated to food and I just, you know, I was, like I said, I was in a really dark place. And so I never seek counseling or anything. I did reach back out to my surgeon that did my uh, surgery and he's, <laughs> he was, he ended up being convicted of laundering patients for more money back when I had surgery. So I could not like find him. So that was one whole thing and so I just kind of like dug myself into like a hole you know I like I stayed away from people I didn't my close family knew what was going on with me but like I didn't have Instagram I didn't have social media I was not open about my journey how I am now and uh it took me a while to get to this point so fast forward to for like five six years I'm just like miserable and my weight just kept so going you went five up. or six years with only losing 20 pounds only using 20 pounds yes Damn, i went from that is the worst stall <laughs> buddy we know about stalls for like oh it's been three months was, oh it's been five it was, months it was you know bad i never I would like have lost I, my shit it was it was just i can't even like find words to describe it you know i was just miserable I felt hopeless you know and I'm like okay and I tried like so many things you know like I was constantly like working out and doing like low carbon I did all those things and I just still like could not lose the weight and then with my PCOS you know that's a condition that I always have forever yeah. it just those symptoms you know so I remember yep from 2013 up until 2020 um, a friend reached out to me and she said, Kawanika, you know, I, I have another doctor. I think you need to go see him. You know, he did my revision from gastric sleeve to bypass. And it was hard for me to even find a doctor because at that point I was like a risk. No one wanted to like see me. They're like, oh, you've had band and sleeve and you know, who God knows what's going on, you know? And yeah. so I made a call to my current, my surgeon um, and I went in to see him. And at that point, I was 400, over 400 pounds, you know, after two weight loss surgeries. And he said to me, he said, Kawanika, you know, I'm going to be honest. Um, people that have revisions typically don't lose a lot of weight. And I said, you know, I appreciate your expertise. You know, thank you, you know, for being honest, you know, but like, I didn't come this far for nothing, you know. And at that point, I was at my like all time I'm just like, whatever I have to do to get this weight off, because I was, I had just turned 40 years old. We were right in the middle of a pandemic and yeah. everyone that was passing away was minorities, you know, people with high blood pressure. I was borderline diabetic. I had high blood pressure, all those things. Um, it was scary. Yeah, it's scary. It, it was very scary. And I was like, I have to be here for my daughter. I cannot leave my daughter. Yeah. You know, and so I was willing to do whatever it, took to get my health under control and what I I was so scared of having gastric bypass I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> I was terrified but I felt like that was my my only way to even try to get to be you know healthy and so he was like I think we need to convert you over to bypass and mm -hmm. so I was like okay bypass it is so let's I knew do it. let's do it yeah sugar was something that I've always, I've been addicted to, you know, and I know like that was one thing that I was scared of dumping syndrome. You know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't have girl. You're, what? I, <laughs> if anybody has listened to any of these episodes, I dump at least once or twice a week still. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck it's like. I'm always just this week. I was feeling fine. I hadn't seen my husband for three or four days. He gets home. I got my boy shorts on. I got my little muscle shirt. And I'm like, what's well, happening? And then I don't know what I ate. 
I I was sick and I it was like fuck Emmy just ruined it. It's just a horrible thing to I mean I have it. I have to be super I'm scared. Yes. No, it's I know. Like I totally (laughs) and so you know I'm like so I had to like re before my surgery, I had to like retrain my brain. I was like, okay, if this is something that's gonna make me sick, I need to kind of wean myself off of sugar. And so I started eliminating sugar and I started like using sugar replacements, doing sugar-free candies, things like that. I have and not. I've been off of sugar now. I am not. Years. God bless I'm you. Off of sugar. Two girl, years. God no bless sugar. you. God bless you. You are beautiful. <laughs> you are going to heaven, girl, but I am not giving up fucking sugar. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just there's only few pleasures in my life. Like I can't have gluten. I can't right. have a lot of dairy. Like okay. I'm already so screwed up stomach wise. Oh I refuse God. to give up meat and yeah. a little bit of sugar. <laughs> I just can't. And that's, you know, and I've, I've been off of sugar for two years. I just can't even believe wow. it. It's I just, see your food. Yeah, you make food now for people. And I see your pictures on Instagram. If anybody needs meal prepping, you're yeah. in the Dallas area. By Thank gosh, you. get a hold of Kwanika. Her food looks so good. And Thank I wish you. I lived closer to you, but I don't. But man, if I did, I would be getting a I definite meal to, service. Uh, get into like a commercial kitchen and start like shipping. That's the plan. You know, I'm praying for that to eventually like, um, yeah. Make yeah, it. that would be good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But I had... So my surgeon, he suggested we do an endoscopy to just kind of see what's going on before my scheduled surgery. And um, I had my endoscopy done in October of 2020. Um, my, endoscopy, my endoscopy came back and it was done. He was like, interesting. They left a huge portion in your stomach that was supposed to be removed. So motherfuckers. I that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... He was like, that's probably why you really haven't really lost a lot of weight, you know. Well, because tell you, because the people out there that do have the stalls with BSG mm-hmm. and it's been three, four, five months, we are all thinking in our head, they screwed something up. They didn't take it out. Like they did something. Something's not working. Right. What is wrong? But it actually happened with you. Mm-hmm. It actually happened. Um, yep. They left a huge portion of my stomach that was supposed to be removed. So I found that out and that gave me a little reassurance to where, you know, I know I had some bad habits, you know, but it wasn't all my fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. It made me feel a lot, you know, better and a little hopeful going into my new surgery. Um, So he submitted to insurance and I got approved for my revision, gosh, within like a day. It was deemed medically necessary. And so I was scheduled for surgery. December 10th. Uh, and if you like on my Instagram handle, my picture, I I shot away from taking any before pictures throughout the 13 years of my journey. I never took before pictures. I think back now and I'm like, why? You know, why didn't you? You know, I didn't really want to remember myself as being that person. Well, you don't want to see that person in a picture. No, you don't want no. proof of it that can be right. used against you by your sister's yes. Or somebody, your friend posting it. And even people like that followed my journey didn't saw that I lost weight, you know, that knew my journey. They said like the most hurtful things, you know, gosh, you lost all that weight to gain more back and you had surgery and, you know, all the things that you don't want to hear, you know. So all that is just playing in my head, you know, like before my revision surgery to bypass because I'm like, okay, am I really going to be successful? Like, how is this going to be different? You know, like what, Yeah. you know, like I just felt like it wasn't going to work. You know, I had already had it in my head and um, it's just, you know, cause even I think the lowest that I got with my lap band, I was probably 250. So the weight that I'm now 190, I never would have even imagined. You're in the 190s. And you know what, girl? If you took, I always try to think of this because, you know, I always feel bad about my number. But then, you know, I just had my, you know, my lower body lift. And they took seven yeah. pounds off. I'm thinking, shit, 
if I got all the skin <laughs> taken off my body, that's another probably 10 pounds. Really? Like really, I think we're closer to our goal weight than we actually realize we are. When you yeah. think about all the skin and tissue that they can remove. Right. And I have a shit ton on my legs. Girl. And I haven't even did my arms yet or like my back. You know, I still have my like back rows. You know, I only, I got extended tummy tuck when I had surgery, but um, I have so much skin. So I don't even, and my goal for myself was You're 100. probably 170. I'm easily. I know. Easily like, 170. Yeah. <laughs> My goal for myself was 199. That's all I wanted to be in Wonderland. I know, and, I, and you're there. That's awesome. I'm there. Surgeon, he gave me the goal of um, 199. He told me, well, he told me 200. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do 199. How, how you know? dare you? How dare you? But gosh, like, so I remember going into the night before my revision surgery to bypass. It was December the 9th, 2020. Um, I stood in front of the mirror and most of my like before pictures are from the night before my surgery. And I, gosh, like I cried taking those pictures because I had never, in 13 years, I never took before pictures, you know? And I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to take these pictures. I need a reminder to never go back to this person. Yeah. You know, I loved her dearly at 410 pounds. But was it healthy? Was it something that, you know, like it was not healthy. I was dying inside. Like I would have, like I lost both of my parents really young. My mom was 56. Her mom was 56. My dad was 60. And I was going right down that road, you know? And so what I'm like, what can I do to break this cycle? I have to break it, you know? I'm so, so proud of you though, because thanks so much. I think there's so many people in the bariatric community, even leaders in the bariatric community who are, have lost a lot of weight, but they have a lot more to go. They're still technically obese Yes, and they're not there yet. I think it's really hard for us to say, Hey, it's not working. The tool right. is not working and I need help. Like what, and going to that next level. And I think it's really hard for people to do that. But I'm so I'm proud of you that you took that leap because you could have just said, maybe I'm supposed to be this size or maybe I'm, I'm metabolically well, so I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have my I, daughter, my PCOS yeah. is better. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. But I'm proud of you for saying, no, it's not. My body fat percentage still sucks. Yeah. It like, was, this is not good enough. No, I knew and I wanted more. My BMI was like 60, about 67. Yeah. And right now, it, I'm right now I'm at, at a 30. It's insane. I just can't even, it's dropped almost 40 points, you know? Wow. And it's just, that's amazing. I, I'm like, I really am because I really did not think that I would be at this point. But I did, I had my revision. Um, mm. My surgery was supposed to have been two hours. It ended up being four. Wow. What happened? My doctor, he woke me up and he said, um, Kwanika, I was almost not able to convert you over to gastric bypass. Your sleeve was done completely wrong. There was absolutely no way for you to be successful. There were clamps left up against your liver and everything from when you had lap band. Like, like wow. all this he's telling me, and I just, I remember just breaking down because my life I have right now is what I've wanted for like 13 years. I'm like, literally, it's just, it makes me just cringe. And I'm like crying now because- You wanted that in your twenties. I wanted like, it in my twenties. Yeah. I, it was, but I just can't even, you know, I feel like I was like, part of me was like robbed from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so- yeah. And people ask me, you know, they're like, Quantica, how do you stay motivated? You know, how do you keep going? You know, and I'm like, I've wanted this for 13 years. I have no time to waste. I have to wake up every morning and I, I love the life that I have right now. I've worked my ass off to get here. You know what I mean? I've wanted it for 13 years. It's no way I'm going to go eat a, you know, I may eat a, like a burger or like uh, I'll eat a piece of meat or whatever, but it's nothing that. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to mess this up. 
you know, that's how I stay motivated, you know, when I make my food choices. Like if I want a burger, I'll eat a burger. I'll get a kid's meal, you know? Um, I just don't do sugar. Like I've totally completed, took it out of my diet. Uh, I don't miss it, you know? Uh, I'm not even trying to like, I don't put my lifestyle on my daughter, but she's even, she sometimes she won't even go for it. She'll be like, this is too sweet. She won't go for things with sugar in it, you know? And it's, I never told her you can't have sugar. You know, she just, I'm leading. So I'm dying them. to know what sweetener do you use? Is it stevia? So I, use, I use swerve. Swerve. Okay. Well, swerve. that's like stevia, right? That's it's like, like stevia. It's yeah. like a rip off. Yes. But it's the closest that I've ever found. Oh, swerve. It's the ones in the packets. Yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. those at the store. Okay. I, I use the sugar and the, they have brown sugar, powdered sugar and yeah. um, they have white like sugar. Icing. Yeah. Like, like everything. Oh like man. They, like I just use all their stuff. They're amazing. And that's what I bake and cook with. And like most of, even most of my clients that I serve is they can't even tell that. Can you make sugar. me some damn gluten-free cupcakes? That would be so. Oh my, gosh, of oh yes. my God. I can't uh, gluten-free cupcakes with some icing. Oh my yes. God. Oh my gosh. Like I can totally, I can make you a whole cake. Like, are you kidding me? I wonder if I, I wonder if I would dump, I did eat a protein. Sometimes those sweeteners and not the swerve. I need yeah. to try the swerve, but I know like the other sweeteners, like, um, is it monk fruit? No, not monk fruit. I could do monk fruit. I okay. love chalk zero. I love chalk okay. zero. Monk yeah. fruit's amazing. No, it, it's like, you know, those little, uh, packs, like those drinks. Yeah, like those. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. can't do that. I, no, I think you will be okay with swerve. Like I, I've never had an issue with it. It never makes my stomach upset or anything like that. Like some things, like I know, like sugar-free candy that I get. Sometimes I'll get like upset tummy. Not to where I'm like deathly sick, but I can tell a difference. But um, it is yeah. But I use swerve, and I make all my desserts and everything with that sweetener. And you and got it, some good looking food, girl. And your pictures. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm still an emotional eater. I've lost 220 pounds in less than two years, but I'm still an emotional eater. That's something that I'm working on still right now. You know, and I talk about that. I'm open about that too on my uh, page because weight loss surgery doesn't fix your mental health. It does not work on your relationship with food. You know, and for me to be successful, I know I needed to get to the root of my problem. I had to work through that and I'm still working through that, you know. So what was the root of your food and obesity? Do you know what it was? Do you you know? Yes, definitely growing up, you know, I grew up in like, I had a great childhood. I came from a single family home, you know. Um, I grew up, I had a great childhood. My, both of my parents loved me, you know, but there was things, you know, that I grew up like, you know, a lot of, we grew up in a low poverty area, you know, uh, we didn't have access to like certain things, you know, all of those things, I think attributed to my obesity, um, health, like family history. Like I know that's in there, all those things, um, even like my relationship with like my sister, you know, we, it was now we're better, you know, um, I love her more than anything, but growing up, it was a lot, we were 13 years apart. So I looked up to her, she was more like a mother figure, you know, versus a sibling and, um, just things with that. And I know it attributed to my weight, my weight gain. I have like pictures of me in my early, like 18 and it's just, it's completely different. Like, I mean, I look completely different and I've changed so much, but like, it's so. Food after was all your, this, was your best friend? Food? My best yeah, food. Yes. It was. That's what yeah. I went to, you know, like, I mean, I remember. <laughs> it didn't beat you up. No. It didn't talk shit to you. <laughs> it no. loves you at all times. Yes. And, that's, yeah. and I mean, it was like, and I would, I remember like eating, like I would eat like, three, four bags of like, I would go through a, like Oreos. I would eat that whole pack in a sitting, you know, like 
I just did not like care. I was not taught, you know, there wasn't anything you were told to finish your plate, you know? Yeah. And I would always go back for more and it just, it just kept like packing on, but I've always been that overweight kid. Yeah. And even it's just, and even just to be where I am now. And that's why people, you know, I tell like, no matter how long it takes, like it's, I've been fighting for my health my entire life. Um, even with weight loss surgery, you know, it's taken me years to be where I am, you know, and I just, I try, I started sharing my page truly for people that have, that are going through what I've went through or are stuck and feel like they have no way to get out of that. You know, it's okay if you need more than one surgery to get to your goal. A lot of people don't understand, you know, when your weight, when you start out at over 400, 500 pounds, you know what I mean? It may take more than one surgery for you to get to your goal. If it does not, if you get to your goal with one surgery, kudos Hallelujah. to you. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, amazing. But some people, you may need another surgery. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's okay. And that's okay. It's not your it's okay. fault. No. And it does not mean that you're a failure. You know, no. it doesn't mean any of that. It's okay. And that's what I had to like learn. I needed more than one surgery. You know, I mean, all the, None of it was my fault. You know, even if like my band had migrated behind my liver or my sleeve wasn't done completely wrong, I still would have made the decision. If I was not at a healthy weight, I would have went the same route regardless to what happened to me. And so like I could throw a pity party and I could be like just down because of that. But I choose to share my experiences and, and talk about what I went through to help someone else. And that's truly why I started sharing my journey and I opened up on social media. And not and, and, and also not giving up, calling yeah. your doctor, yeah, being adamant about it. Hey, look, yeah. like something's wrong. Something's yeah. not working. Yes. 20 pounds is not yeah. going to cut it. Yeah. And finding a new doctor that, yeah. was even, that helped me and found out what's wrong. I'm so grateful to him. And I, I think I, thank him all the time I'm going he has not seen me since <laughs> I was probably about two months post-op I have not seen him I've seen his nurse practitioner and everybody else but um, I will actually see him next month so I'm pretty excited to see see him because he's gonna be like whoa you knocked it out the park because not 200 me. over here we I know 200 over here <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know, I know like so many, and I'm in a lot of like revision groups, people like sleep to bypass revisions and a lot, you would believe a lot of people are, feel like it's so that they won't be able to lose weight after revision. And I tell them you're capable to do whatever you put your mind to. And there's, you know? we're, we're, I think we're just scared of failing. I think they're just think, like, that's exactly what it, it didn't is. work the first time. Like mm -hmm. we're just scared to fail. And right. You know, and it's, I, 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 it's I surgery. Like, it is. It really is. Yeah. And even I was so scared of bypass all those years, but I'm going to be honest. It's what I needed with my BMI and the weight that I was like, it's what I needed to get myself in check and to get me at a healthy weight. And I'm so forever like now I love it. Now I shout it to the rooftops, you know, I feel like your decision on what surgery you get is a personal decision, you know, but when people honestly ask me my opinion, you know, as far as surgery. And I mean, when they're like my, the weight that I was over 400 pounds or a higher BMI, I tell them bypass is the way to go. That's just my personal experience. Um, it's helped me sustain my weight loss. You know, it's, I've, I know I wouldn't be able to do this without it. There's no you, way. Do you dump? Cause you were worried about that. So do you dump? I dumped the first six months, mostly like, probably like the first six to eight months. I dumped a lot and it was not from like sugar. I think it was just well, was my Okay. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause you, cause you're staying away from sugar and that's great. But I sugar, will dump if it is if it's too much fat in the meal. Yes. Mm -hmm. I will dump. Yes. And I dump not just for sugar, but for other reasons. You right. Know? 
Yeah, um, and I so. think it was it was not like I remember I dumped off a of broccoli before. Like, or if it's, if I take too many carbs in, I will like dump. You yeah. know, because some of those carbs they turn into like sugars. You know, it's just a lot going on. Like everything was so new. Um, I remember the first six months, I ate like about four ounces. That was it. Like four ounces, I was like totally good. And now that I'm almost two years out, barely a cup of food at a time, cup and a half. If I eat a lot, like I feel like I can get more, of course, like slider foods, like popcorn and stuff like that. I can down a bag of popcorn. And you know what? When I do, I don't feel bad about it. I honestly don't, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel bad about anything. <laughs> I try not to fuck up and get sick because I don't want to be on the toilet. And right. Exactly. Like, if you know, you know, but yeah. when you're on the toilet and you're holding the walls, you're like, oh, God, please help me. The room spinning. Yeah. That it's moment. Just- Oh, so holy God, what is happening? So, yeah. you know, I remember Nobody like once that. I remember that thing when I first, like my first jumping episode and I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, what can I do to not like let this ever happen again? Because mm-hmm. I did not like feeling like that. It was the worst. I remember like, just I would literally just strip out of all of my clothes, just lay down in bed with the fan on and let it, like I had to let it pass. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is not, but honestly, like now I've been, I have not dumped in about a, over a year. Like, it's crazy. I feel like the first year was like first six to nine months. My body, was everything was new. It was trying to figure so much out. So much had changed. The anatomy of my whole reproductive, you know, all of that had changed. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it was just that. But like now I have not had any dumping episodes. I'm still, I'm still in the learning process. I know I'm like, what, 14 months out in June. My surgery was in June. Okay. Last June. So I'm like 15 months, probably. I don't know, but I did dump the other day. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I did. (laughs) I got some babacoa, which is so freaking good with some corn corn tortilla and some salsa on it. And it's so good. But yeah, I think it was too much fat, but it was so good. You never stop learning. There's never a right answer because everybody's bodies are different. Everybody's pouches are different. Everybody, you know, and there is no perfect right or wrong formula. And I even tell people, you know, like I have people that inbox me and they're like, okay, you know, I'm at a stall. I've had a stall for like three months. You know, should I get a revision to bypass? And I'm like, no. If you've stalled for like over a year, you know, you've done everything that you could possibly do to kind of like, you know, like tracking your food, all those things mm-hmm. and break to try to break that stall. And I'm like, it does not mean you necessarily need a new surgery. You know, if you've been stalled for over a year and you, you want it and you have like reflex, most revisions happen because of reflex. Weight gain is, is the next second reason, but most revisions to bypass is because of acid reflex yeah. and I do tell people too if they ask me my honest opinion I ask them they're like you know I'm pre-op I'm trying to figure out what surgery I should get what do you remember and I ask them do you have acid reflex already and some of them be like yes and you know and I'm like I'm gonna be honest it's like putting a band-aid on it getting gaseous sleeve because it's only gonna make it worse over time so if you've already had you already have reflex R&Y would be the best decision I'm not a medical professional or anything like that, but from my experience as a weight loss surgery patient, R and Y, because it honestly is, it's like putting a bandaid on something, you know, and because it just gets worse. It really does over time, you know, and that was another thing I suffered from reflex. I had reflex with my sleeve. Um, yeah, I, I have it. I have to like not eat my husband, which I hate this, that he does this, but he's trying to protect me because I will try to eat too much but he'll weigh out my food it's so weird he'll weigh out my food and I always get offended I'm like that's it like I'm thinking in my head I want to eat more than that but if I eat just that right I'm full and I don't get that I just get enough to that's all I need yes but I for me I think I get the acid reflux more if I try to if I eat even just that I put a video your stomach when you try to take that one more bite um 
because <laughs> I mean shit hits the fan no, after that. Like it's, it's really that one bad. extra bite is gonna no, ruin you. Bro, it really is. It's just and like you know when you've had like enough. Like I know, like yeah. it's <laughs> Okay. And like I said, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm still learning, you know, like I, and I'm like, I eat every, I typically try, I try to eat every two hours. That's kind of helping me with my emotional attachment to food. Like I eat every two hours. And if it's before that two hours, I'm going for something. I'll typically, I'm like, okay, Kwanaka, you're not hungry. You're just wanting to put food in your mouth. So I'll like read or I'll go for a walk. Or I'll drink water or I have a cup of decaf coffee, you know, something like that. Just kind of like get my brain back in check. And it helps. It's helped me a lot. Or I'll go to the gym, you know, just to get my mind off of food. And that has helped me a lot. Um, I've never been able like to maintain my weight loss my entire life. And the fact that I'm actually maintaining is just, it's so my you, it was sugar. It was a sugar. I think it was, sugar saved your it, life. Yeah. Yes. It really, yeah. you know, that's why people like, you ever think you will go back to sugar? And I'm like, no, mm -mm, I don't miss it. Not one bit. I eat fruit all day, you know, pineapple. Like I remember I was so scared to eat pineapple because of dumping, you know, I was like pineapple. Well, I'm like, oh my gosh. But now like, it's one of my favorite. If you see my stories a lot of time, like that's what I'm eating. Uh, chili lime and pineapple. My, uh, <laughs> My stomach loves a vegan lifestyle. See, I, I don't get sick when I at all, if I eat like this is pineapple juice. Okay. 100% pineapple juice. It loves, and I won't dump on that, but it's, it's so weird, but I refuse to be a vegan. Like I want meat. I, know. <laughs> I want meat. I know. I'm the same with cheese. Like, I will never, like, oh, my gosh, cheese. I remember, like, one of my friends told me years ago, she's like, why don't you just eliminate cheese out of your diet? It's just fattening. You should get low-fat cheese. I'm like, I'm not getting low-fat cheese. And, I mean, I was like, I've lost 220 pounds, and I eat fat-free cheese, full-fat cheese. I'm like, I'm not getting nothing low-fat. <laughs> and it's working for you, yeah. You know, like. I'll get 2% cheese sometimes, like if they're out of regular cheese, you know, but like, is it my preference? No. No. It's not. No, <laughs> no I got you. My husband <laughs> buys that vegan cheese and it's so gross. Really? It's just, oh my gosh. I've never like, um, some brands, some brands don't even melt. It's fucking disgusting. See, some brands cannot. melt, but it's like very pasty. It's really like, it's like glue like very gooey oh it's kind of gross but you know we're you know i mean it is what it is we got to try to find what works you know and work so, exactly and that's um, why everyone's different you know everyone's journeys are different you know but um this community i'm so grateful to it because i um my success where I am, like it wouldn't be possible without this community. You know, I feel like we all like lift each other up. We hold each other accountable. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's my safe place, you know, like there's no judgment, you know? And, um, like I tell, I like my personal, like social media, like I don't have a personal anymore, you know, like I don't even go on there. It's just only like my weight loss, you know, like all my bariatric friends, which I love, you know, and, like some of them have become my closest friends, which, you know. Speaking and of I mean, bariatric friends, yes. you are going on the cruise. Yes. <laughs> you yes. are on the team. I'm so excited. Kwanika's here to encourage and yes. support Make you, you <laughs> when you are trying to do your session, whether it's rock climbing or the yes. hot air balloon or zip lining or at the cabana by the pool, whatever it is. Yes. I cannot wait. Karaoke, whatever it is, Kwanika is oh. going to be there, you know, to support Ooh. and and help you through it and be there be for great. you. Um, we have amazing team building session leaders that I am just so excited about. I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm like so ready. I'm so like, excited. Yeah. Counting down, I'm like, woohoo. I know we're eight months away still. And it's going to fly. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. Be here before you know it, and you know after January everything just kind of 
I'm super excited like, about the October event for the yeah. girlfriends getaway. That's going to be so much fun. That's it's really neat. Just so girlfriends. That, is that going from? Is that from Galveston? That's the Galveston cruise. Okay, uh-huh. that be fun. Yeah. Oh my. I'm like I want to do both. <laughs> you can. You absolutely can. So I like to always end the episode with words of wisdom or advice or something you want to share. You know, I will say um, you can recreate your life at any given moment. You know, um, any given moment you can recreate your life. So whether you're, I tell people, you know, um, you're every if you're like pre-op, post-op, wherever you are in this journey, no matter, um, you can recreate your life. Um, no matter what happened, just like keep going. You know, those stalls, you know, I tell people those stalls sometimes are meant to happen. You know, we we don't like to see them, but they are meant to happen, you know. And I just, you can recreate your life at any moment. So do not let anything that's like life's going to happen things are going to happen, but just know you, you keep going, you know, um, I'm a prime example of not giving up. Do not give up. I mean, I fought for my entire life fighting obesity and to be in a place where I am, you know, and my journey with weight loss surgery, it's been 13 years, but I did not give up, you know, so I just want to, I would like to end on that note. Just, Keep going until you make yourself proud, you know, and don't think about you can recreate your life at any given moment. You do not have to stay the same. Thanks so much for having me, Cece. No, I like that. You know, I was just going to say you had a video the other day. I think it was when you were doing a live and you said something that really resonated in me because I had like a five month stall and I was so depressed about it. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, but you said, you know, because somebody had messaged, I'm in a stall, what do I do or whatever? And you were replying to the live question. But you said, just because you're in a stall and it looks like nothing's happening for you in this moment, you got to understand that your body is working something out on the yeah. inside or doing yeah. something's happening. Shit's getting like yeah. readjusted and moved yeah. and you know, you're losing visceral fat, like something's yes. happening. Yes. And, and that really it, touched me. It's like a reset, you know, and I, and I, and that's why I tell people, cause she, she had lost a big amount and she was probably newly post-op, you know, and I was like, you've lost so much weight in such a short time, you know, like it's your body way of just like resetting, you know, it's okay. You're not going to stay at that weight forever. It's, you're not going to stay that way. So no, I love that. that. You know, we all get that way on a stall. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that advice. Every, I've had stalls, um, every stall I've broken, you know, and right now I've been just sloping at 190, 192, you know, and I feel like it's my happy place where I'm supposed to be at the moment, you know, right now. And I'm so happy, like, so it's happy. Wait, like for me, the stall went away. Yeah. I did get to my, I mean, I'm 10 pounds less than my goal weight. See? So, yeah. and it worked out, but I did notice that my chest was like smaller, like inside. So it was probably yeah. visceral fat. Like it was, right. you know, your body's were, I mean, you can't come at this, No. you know, you're big and you're like sick or you have issues, your body you yeah. has inflammation on your bones, your joints. Uh all this it's got to work itself out until we got to yeah. give ourselves you grace have to and patience you have to. yeah yeah that's, that's I, it girl <laughs> I, I just love you to death and I appreciate you and I think you're a beautiful oh. person you are just so bubbly and happy and laughing and smiling you know you really touched my heart I'm gonna tell you something I went okay. to retreat I didn't know anybody and like, I was kind of just lost, you know, and I was trying to do my thing and you walked up to me out of nowhere. And I didn't even know, I, of course we don't, you know, when we see our internet people, we don't even recognize them when we see them. But you walked up to me and you're like, Hey, Cece, I'm praying for you on your revision surgery. 
And I'm so excited. I'm happy for you. I'm going to be watching out for that day. You know, I'm going to be keep, keep track and I'm going to, I'm going to watch out for you and be praying for you. And man, it just really touched my heart. And I just want to say thank you. I was going to come visit you at the hospital. Yeah. Well, and I decided not to do it because I'm just, I don't want to lose any more weight. And I think if I can try to, yeah, I can try to be careful i'm still trying to learn yeah to what my body wants it doesn't want but yeah. anyway i was just so oh i mean you knew me you just called me out like out of nowhere <laughs> i'm walking down the hallway and you're like hey and we and <laughs> it touched my heart so much and oh. i i just want to say thank you for that like it really did touch me you're so welcome and you know and i always see that people will they remember how you make them feel, you know, and I, I just, I stand by that. People always remember how you make them feel. Yeah. God will bless you for that, that you are doing that and passing that on to people and blessing yeah. them and, and Never supporting them. Make you, feel. you don't even have to know anybody. You don't have, you can stop at a gas station and you see somebody hurting. You're like, Hey, can I help you do that? I mean, that's just, you're just a good person and I appreciate it. I know. You know, and I tell, I'm like, I will talk to anyone. Like I will find that. And, you know, and I try to encourage people to do those things, like going on the cruise. If you've never been on a cruise, I mean, or who cares? Go by yourself. You know, you're going to meet a ton of people that are going to cheer you on. They're walking in those same shoes. Like do the things that you never would imagine doing. Yeah. Like it's going to change your life. Like every event that I have attended, I've left a different person, you know? So I, I thank God for those moments. All right, girl. Well, I love you. And I will talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you so much. But the next time I do get to Dallas, I'm serious. No, I got you. Don't you come up to me without some cupcakes (laughs) with some frosting on top. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast and check us out at patreon that's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content deep dives and info on upcoming events don't forget follow us on social media see you there